Praise the Lord. Thank you, worship team. All right, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get started with service. Uh, I get to bring the word today, so I'm so excited. But if you have your Bibles, go ahead and take it out. My Bible is right here. Here it is. Yes, sir. So uh, I always sometimes forget the, the Bible deck. So here it is right here off memory. Ready? If you got it, take it out. It says this. This is my Bible. It is God speaking to me. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. So I open my heart today to hear God speak a word that will change my life forever. Well, hey, I'm so pumped, like I said, to be here. Uh, we're going to get started with the word of God. Can I tell you, God wants to speak right? God wants to speak to us this evening. And so uh, here's what I've always said. I said this, that it's up to us on how much we hear from God, right? If we open up our heart, I know you're probably in your bedroom, maybe you're outside, maybe you're in the living room, wherever you are, I want to encourage you in this, that if you just open up your heart, God will speak to you. I've said this before, that if you open up your heart 30%, God will speak to you 30%. If you open up your heart 60%, God will speak to you 60%. But if you're bold enough in this place today, and you're saying, man, I want to open up my heart 100%, I tell you what, God wants to speak to you 100% today. All we got to do is say, God, I'm willing to receive. So let me quickly pray for you as we get into this message. But can I, can I encourage you to do this? Open up your heart. Say to the Lord, God, I'm receiving fully all that you have. So Father, we we come to you this evening. Lord, we open up our hearts to you, all of, all of ourselves. God, we open up our hearts to receive this word from you. Lord, speak through me. God, I thank you that you're speaking and you're moving. We love you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. All right, if you got notes, uh, pull them out. If you got a notebook, take that out. I'm titling this message, ready? Titling this message, don't miss the moment. Don't miss the moment. I want to read today from Matthew 17. By the way, uh, anybody a big fan of the Bible? I don't know about you, but I love God's word. You know, uh, as I was reading the other day, actually, what's today? I was reading two days ago, right? And I felt like God has a word specifically for you today. And so we're going to read God's word together. If you've got your Bible, again, turn with me to Matthew chapter 17, and we're going to read the first Six verses, okay, the first six verses. Matthew 17, verse 1 says this. Now, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, okay, three of his disciples, led them up on a high mountain by themselves, verse 2. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like sun, and its clothes became as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him, okay? Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Verse 5, and I want you to highlight this verse if you got your Bible. Verse 5 says this, while he was still speaking, okay, this is Peter, while Peter was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him hear him. And when, this, and when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and they were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, arise and do not be afraid. I want to pause here and I want to share off this one thing. You know, I love God's word. In fact, it was during my daily Bible reading that we read our Bibles every day. We say that it was during my daily Bible reading that the Lord highlighted something to me in this specific spot, in this specific passage that I want to share with you today. You know, I've titled this message, don't 
miss the moment, right? Don't miss the moment. And here's this epic moment, okay? It's called the transfiguration. Basically, it's where Jesus reveals what he's going to look like after when he ascends, right? His glorious body, right? And so Jesus takes up Peter, James, and John, okay? And they're in this epic moment, okay? And so Jesus transfigures before them. And then you've got Moses and you've got Elijah in the midst, right? So there's there's this epic moment before these three disciples. And I love Peter, right? Peter's this this awesome disciple, probably my favorite disciple. And this is the verse I want to read, and then I'll explain as to why we're in this passage. But verse 4, then Peter answered. So Peter talking, per usual, that's very Peter. Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles. And I love, notice here, I love as Peter was talking, he gets interrupted by Father God. Right, that voice that we hear, right? It says this in verse 5, that suddenly a voice came out of the cloud. The voice that we hear is, in fact, Father God. And I love how it says that while Peter was still speaking, he gets interrupted. Right, he gets interrupted. So they're in this epic moment. Okay, they're in this epic moment where there's Moses and there's Elijah and there's Jesus. And Peter is doing what Peter does and he's talking. He's trying to figure everything out. He's trying to say, God, we could do, Jesus, we could do this. What if we do this? And in the middle of him talking, God interrupts him and check out what God says. Okay. Father God, check out what father God says. He points to Jesus and he says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And he says these two words that I think is so fascinating. He says this, hear him, right? He says, hear him. And I love this because as I was reading this verse, I felt like God so just tugged my heart. And he said, Nicole, I need you to stop talking and I need you to hear him. See, Jesus has a lot to say to us today. But so many of us are so caught up in our own opinion that we have a hard time hearing what Jesus says. See, I love how they're in this epic moment. Right there in this awesome moment, like imagine being in this moment. Honestly, I hate hiking, so I, I don't know if I could do it. But anyway, they hiked up a mountain. They were in this awesome moment, right? And Peter is talking, but yet he gets interrupted by Father God. And Father says this, hey, hear Jesus. Hear him. Hear what he has to say. Like, hear him. And, you know, I want to pause and I want to stop in this moment. Because here's what I sensed today as I was prepping just to be with you all. I know we're not in the same room, but screen is screen. You know, I've said this before, that God is not limited to a screen, right? God's not limited. Just because you're on YouTube watching this, God is not limited. In fact, God wants to minister to you right now. And you know, one of the things that I sense was this, that so many of us are dealing with family issues, right? Back at home, you're at home and you're like, man, I, I don't like where I live. I don't like my home situation. My home situation ain't it, Right, and some of us are dealing with family situations. Some of us are dealing with, with situations where inside you're just feeling lonely. You're just feeling broke. You're just like, man, I don't, I can't do it anymore. Like, Nicole, I've tried, but I can't do it anymore. And so many of us, here's what we do, because I found myself in the same boat as you, who knew I could rap. Uh, take that, Aaron. Um, kidding. But I found myself in the same boat as you where I would feel insecure, I would feel lonely, or, or my family situation would get too much, and here's what I, I would do. I didn't want to go to Jesus because I was too lazy, right? I was either too lazy to go to him, or I was too caught up. I was like, God, I, I don't feel like it. You're not really, like, the last thing I want to do, Jesus, is read my Bible right now. Like, 
I, I, I rather do something else. And what I did was I found myself so much of the time either on, on Netflix, crazy, right? Found myself so much trying to FaceTime all my friends. Found myself scrolling on social media. Maybe that could feed me. Maybe that can, can kind of satisfy me. And here's what I realized that as I was reading this specific scripture was this. God was just simply saying, hey, would you pause all that you're trying to do to fulfill yourself and would you just listen to what he has to say? Would you just listen to what Jesus has to say to you? Because I love what Aaron said during prayer and ministry time. Some of you, you just really need to rehear that you're forgiven. That God is looking at you and he's saying, listen, I'm not disappointed in you. I'm not mad at you. In fact, I've forgiven you. Some of you really need to hear that you are loved by God. Because you know that word love, it's become such a cliche saying, right? Like it's so cliche. Where it's like, I love this, I love in and out I love you. Do you really mean it? And sometimes when we hear, hey, I love, God loves you, sometimes it becomes so cliche. But some of you here tonight need to hear, hey, God loves you. God loves you. And I wonder, you know, where we're at, where have we paused? Have we paused? And have we taken a break off of social media, off of off of art TikToks. Listen, I love TikTok. I just learned a new dance the other day. Uh, follow me. JK don't. Actually do, but whatever. Um, I love TikTok. I love Instagram. I love all that stuff. But here's the reality is if that is where my source is, if that's what I'm feeding, I'm missing something. See, we're in this awesome moment. Here's what I realize is this, that we can be in an epic moment. We can be in the middle of a move of God and miss it because we're not hearing what God has to say. We can be literally in the middle of what God wants to do, and we can so miss it because we're so caught up in what we want to do. We're so caught up in sharing our own opinion, posting our own opinion, saying what we want to say, that we miss what Jesus has to say. Sometimes it's time for us to silence ourselves. You know uh, your phone has airplane mode, right? So when you put your phone on airplane mode, you can't receive anything right, because it's on airplane mode. Some of us, we need to put ourselves on airplane mode and say, Lord, what are you saying to me? Jesus, what are you saying? I want to continue to read this, this passage, Matthew 17. I want to highlight this one thing here, because can I tell you, uh, God wants to speak to you today. God wants to speak. And so as we continue reading, right, so we're in Matthew 17. Jesus had just shown himself uh, in his glorious body, right? They're leaving the mountain. Okay, so they're going down. They're leaving the mountain. And I don't have enough time to read this whole passage, but I'll give you context. As they were going, verse 14 says this, And when they had come to the multitude, they came down. A man came to Jesus, kneeling down to him, and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's an epileptic. Oh my gosh, I can't say that word. Uh, He's that, okay? And suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him, catch this, verse 16. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Right? So you got this man right? And his son is sick. His son is sick, and he's saying, hey, Jesus, I took my sick son to your disciples, and your disciples could not cure him. Could not cure him, right? And I love this verse, verse 19. Turn with me uh, there, because I just lost it. I love this verse. So they go, and they said, hey, your son could not cure, or your disciples could not cure my son. And so, what Jesus ends up doing is he heals the boy. He heals the son. And I love this. Verse 19 says this. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? 
So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from there to here, and it will move. But I want to focus just briefly on this specific verse. Verse 19 says this, and I promise you it will make sense. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. Can I tell you, the disciples had access to Jesus like nobody else had access to Jesus. The disciples had this opportunity where they can go to Jesus privately and say, God, how come this isn't working? God, how come we couldn't do this? Jesus, how come this couldn't work? And can I tell you, with the same access the disciples had with Jesus, we have that as well. Though we don't have Jesus face-to-face, flesh-to-flesh like they did, can I tell you, we have private access to Jesus where we can go to Jesus and say, hey, hey, Jesus, how come this isn't working? But the question is this, is how often are we going to him privately? How often are we going to Jesus and saying, God, I'm going to put away the noise, I'm going to put away all of this stuff, and I'm going to go to you privately, and I'm going to ask you a question. See, here's the reality is God wants to speak to us, but we're so consumed with the noise that we never are able to hear him, right? And I love the access that they highlight is, is they had this opportunity where they could go, God, Jesus, excuse me, Jesus, how come this didn't work? Jesus, how come we couldn't do it? And check it out, Jesus responded to him, right? Jesus responded and said, hey, this is how come. Right, and I love it because we have this same access to where we can go, hey, Jesus, how come this isn't working in my life? Jesus, how come I'm still hurting? Right, Jesus, how come my family's still broke? Jesus, how come they're, they're financially stable and I'm still struggling? Jesus, how come I don't know if I should go to college next semester? Right, Jesus, like how come COVID ruined my senior year, so to speak? Right, see, we have access to Jesus privately, but how often are we going to him privately? How often are we cultivating this secret place? Can I tell you, it's a fun fact, not in my notes, but your success is found in your secret place. Right, see, if you think success is found everywhere else, wrong. Your success comes straight from you and your secret place with Jesus. See, if you're trying to build a Uh, a liking or a following on social media, can I tell you, that light will soon destroy you if you don't got Jesus inside of you, right? See, if you're trying to show people who you are and how cool you are and you've got all these epic skills, that's great. But can I tell you something? If you don't have a place where you can go and close the door and say, God, I need some answers. God, I, I, I need help. Can I tell you one of the greatest, actually, it's the greatest thing in my life. The greatest thing in my life ever, ever is this. Ready for it? Is this. It's just my relationship with Jesus. It's the greatest thing. Because it's not a religious thing, right? I don't read my Bible just so that I can I could mark a checkbox or because I have to read my Bible so that I can sound like I know what I'm talking about. It's not why I do it, to be honest. The reality is this is, man, I'm so in love with Jesus. Like, I'm just so in love. Where it's like, I want to know you more. I want to know what you have to say. I want to know what you're telling me for my future. I want to know Jesus. I have to know. I have to know. You know, I've shared this story with you, and I'm going to briefly share it as I conclude. Is when I was in high school, which all of you are in high school. I was 16 years old, 
I was going through the worst time of my life, right? When I was 16, I was bound with lust, like addicted, addicted, bound. I was dealing with a broken family, right? My parents were separated. Uh, my parents just lost their house, so I lived in like a shack. I hate Dairy Queen because it's all I ate for four months, and I took cold showers. I was in this desperate moment where I was broken. And in all of that brokenness, I lied about my brokenness so no one knew how broken I was, right? So I would tell everybody how awesome my life was, and then I would come home, and it was not awesome at all. But I was in this moment, right, where I was just broken, just hurting. I was in this place where I knew God enough to call out. And so I remember I, I walked to this side room, and I just said, God, close the door, right? And I said, God, like, if you're really real, then I need you to speak to me. Like, if you're really real, I'm willing to hear you. Like, I'm willing to run to you privately, and I need to hear you. Because can I tell you, when, when, when all the noise turns off, when all the stuff closes, right, when you're by yourself, the question is this, how good are you really? Right, where are you? Because here's the reality is this, is God wants to know you. Right, God wants to speak to you. And so I remember in these moments, right, in this house, in the corner of, the, of, of this room, I would close the door and I would just look up. I remember one day, one night actually, after basketball practice, shout out to my basketball players. I like put my two hands up and I said this. I said, God, I don't want a relationship with you like Pastor Kimberly. And I don't want a relationship with you like my parents. I said, God, and I know this sounds cheesy. I said, God, I want a Nicole and Jesus relationship. That's what I want. I want to know you for me. I want to know you for who you, like, I, I want to know you. I don't want to know you because everybody else knows you. I want to know you because I know you. And the reality is this, friends. We have to know Jesus for ourselves. You can't live off somebody else's revelation. You can't live off somebody else's knowledge of Jesus. You can't live off my knowledge of Jesus, right? If you think you know Jesus because of me, you don't know Jesus. You've heard of him. Right, but it's time for us to go to a place and say, hey, God, who are you? I'm willing to hear you. Right, I love how Father God points that out, right? Verse 5 says this, hear him. Right, it's almost like he's saying, shut up. Stop talking. Right, get out of your way and listen to what Jesus has to say to you today. Right, listen to what God has to say to you today. And I guarantee you this, God will show you how much he loves you. God will show you your purpose. God will lead you, right? God so loves you. I always thought this, uh, I'm ending, I promise. I've said that like three times, I know. But here's what I realize is this, God will, God will lead you. God is not mad at you. You ever think that? Like, oh, uh, like I, Nicole, like that's just so great. Like I've tried to know Jesus, but he's, he's just mad at me, right? He's just, he's mad at me. And so because we think God's mad at us, we don't go read our Bible, and the reality is this, is God is not mad at you. God so loves you. And so I want to conclude, fourth time saying that, I want to conclude in this. Would you, one, hear him. Hear what he has to say to you. Hear what he's trying to tell you. And two, right, would you cultivate this private, secret life with God. The secret place where you're saying, hey, I'm going to turn the noise off. I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to turn it all off. I'm going to go to my room. I'm going to shut the door. And I'm just going to be 
with Jesus. I tell you, it's the greatest thing you can ever do. It's the greatest thing you can do. And I tell you, it's out of that secret place where everything will come from. Don't try to look for success. Don't try to make a name for yourselves. Man, connect with Jesus. Connect with him. He is so, so good. And, uh, you know, I just thought about this. I think I have two minutes left, so I'm going to use up my two minutes. I just thought of this. Uh, the secret place, I love the secret place. You know, the other day, I was, uh, I love the park. Okay, so the, the secret place doesn't necessarily have to be your bedroom, right, or like a, a room. But I love to park, so I, I'll go to the park. Remember, I was walking around the park, right? And as I was walking around the park, I saw a, uh, like a fire station. Not like a fire station. I saw a fire station, right? And as I was walking past this fire station, I felt like God said to me, hey, don't treat me like a fire, fire, a firefighter, right? And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, God, like, of course, you're my savior, right? And he said, Nicole, don't just call on me when you need the fire to go down, right? Don't just call on to me when, when life is getting crazy and you need some saving. Like, get to know me every single day. And I want to encourage you in this as I pray in conclusion is this, is don't just go to God when you need help, right? Though he'll be there for you. Don't just go to, go to God when you need help. But, man, would you go to God every single day? And would you say every day, hey, God, what do you got to say to me today? Hey, God, what are you saying today? My ears are open. My heart is open. I want to receive from you today. And so here's what I'm going to do. Right where you're at, I want to pray for you. I just want you to close your eyes, bow your heads. Let me pray. And, and I want you just to ask right, God right now, in the midst of where you're at, just say, God, would you speak to me? God, what are you saying to me right now? Just for 10 seconds in the quiet, would you just ask him right now, God, what are you saying to me? What are you saying to me? And if you hear God, would you just quickly write it down? No rush. When service is over, I encourage you to even go into your bedroom or to stay in just a moment of five minutes and say, God, what are you saying to me? I tell you what, God wants to speak to you. So let me pray for you. Father, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for your word this evening. God, I thank you that you love us. God, I thank you that you desire to know us. I thank you that you desire to speak to us. So Lord, as we leave service today, God, would we learn to cultivate the secret place life with you? Would we learn to hear you? Lord, you are good. Lord, you love us. Lord, we thank you for your word tonight. We love you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Y'all can do a golf clap for Jesus tonight. That's the golf clap. Hey, well, we're so glad that you joined us for Sunday service. Uh, there, I, I tell you what, there's no better place to be on a Sunday night than here at church. And so I'm glad you joined us. Don't forget, uh, if you haven't already, to subscribe on, to our YouTube channel right below. If you haven't, like the video and follow us on Instagram at We Are Jesus Followers. Uh, we love you. We bless you. And I can't wait to see you next Sunday. Peace.